0: Rarely has mankind hesitated to eradicate the creatures that stand in the path of his conquest. If we find them in human fashion, ritual extermination, undesirable beings from another world.
1: But the rest must be destroyed. It is it possible that our dark past? Watch them and pray readings, ladies, gentlemen, government agents, those who need to finally take the hint and take a shower, and anyone who might be listening. This is Close Encounters of the Podcast Kind. I'm your host, Tasker, and we have Nick.
0: Yeah, you got me. And listen, I, I'm taking the hint. I'm going to shower soon, all right? Get off my uh, fucking ass about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and the funny part is I didn't even know you needed to shower. That was just a very arbitrary intro right there. Well, I'll tell you what,
0: Tasker and Friends. You know what? Let's just change the name of the show to Tasker and Friends. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell mm-hmm. I'll tell all you guys something. Um, look, I'm going to Vegas next weekend for my birthday. Yes, I'm a cancer. You guys know. So my birthday is this month. It is coming up on Thursday, okay? Mm. Um, going to Vegas, trying to... Get get in the, the the most possible shreds I can because unfortunately I have to be at a pool. Um, unfortunately it's everybody at the pool, right? Because I'm about as pale as Casper the Ghost. Um, but I'm trying to get shredded.
1: Yeah, you've been you've been working really hard. Is that why you need the shower, or are you purposefully not showering so that way you could really get into the Vegas vibe of just you know grimy and disgusting? It's a little bit of both,
0: man. Like <laughs> I've been working out hard, so I got a shower. Um. But also, I need to, like, Vegas pools are, are they're cesspools for yeah. diseases. That's that's literally what they are. People say, oh, no, it's a good time. No, it's not. That's where you get
1: AIDS, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: So, I'm a little worried about that. But, look, just to put into perspective, I did, like, 400 reps of stuff today um, mm.
1: for time. And it was the one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is, I'm picturing... Um, you know gems you know they have a pretty typical set of people usually and here you walk in and i'm sure some butt fuck o'clock in the morning with your gut your mullet your what are (laughs) are those sunglasses that are like the rainbow weird ones
0: the vipers
1: yeah the vipers yeah you walk in pull like what is it fucking hoist up 400 reps and then leave like what are people supposed to think I think that I'm scared, people, like, not
0: not because it's, like, intimidating, but because they think that I'm, like, I might be mentally handicapped, right? Because I come in there. (laughs) And so, like, so what I did today was I did 100 cleans, um, 100 push presses, like, shoulder presses with the bar, uh, 100 sumo deadlift uh, pull things where you, like, so you do the sumo deadlift and then you go into one of these. I did 100 of those. And then 100 front squats. And I thought I was going to ship myself.
1: <laughs> if you did, it would make a very interesting story for sure. <laughs> so but I'm stinky. All, so I got a yeah, yeah. shower, man. That's, that's the point. That's what I'm trying to say here. Because maybe you did shit. And this is actually, since we are talking about abductions, this is actually a really good idea of, uh, and you, Nick actually did teach me this, of why you should always wear compression shorts. Because, be it working out or be it in an alien spaceship, when you inevitably push yourself too far and shit yourself you know at least it like keeps it all together so you just gotta as as you said you just gotta hang in there till you get home yeah just i mean as long as nobody smells it you're fine (laughs) that's why you keep a fucking fanny pack full of febreze or some
0: shit (laughs) dude that's why i have a glade plugins in my ass all the time just like plugged in
1: (laughs) wow your your asshole's actually electric powered yeah it's great. It's great. and also
0: another reason for compression shorts is everybody's gonna say, Oh, compression shorts are for nerds. Look one, what Tasker said, if you shit yourself, it kind of keeps it together so you can get your shit together. and yep. two, it keeps it from it keeps your dick from dangling all over the place, right? because believe it True. or not, there are minors in the gym technically if if my shit's jumping around while I'm jumping around, that's I could get arrested for that,
1: I think. Yeah, even worse, and then you shit yourself, and it's just all over the floor. Your junk's flying yeah. all over the place, and now all the miners have seen it, and now you're in jail for 20 years. Yeah, it, the whole
0: mess that you just described is like Germany's like, <laughs> fetish all yeah. in one, So, and I'm trying to avoid that.
1: Yep. Sex offender for life, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that is, you know, you heard it here, folks. Like, we got, we got all the wisdom you need to make it through your day.
0: Yeah, that's right, even if... Yeah, I can't raise my hands over my shoulders right now, but that's my problem. <laughs> I'll deal with that. But I, I'm super fucking hyped for today's episode.
1: Yeah, we—it's been a hot second since we did uh, some sort of abduction story, and you know we're we're on the bit of an alien train again. As you know, we probably should be more often, but hey, you know what? We uh, we're a bit um, ADD. We have to diversify. We have to diversify
0: our topics because there's so many cool
1: topics that fall in our umbrella. Very true. That we have to cover. Exactly. Yeah. It's just sometimes I laugh because I know in our uh, uh, our album artwork, whatever you want to call it, it's just like space. And then people walk in like, what the fuck? Why are we talking about like um, Civil War and what Dante's Inferno?
0: It's like, yeah. that's, that's not an alien. <laughs> Somebody who comes in as a first time listener is like, what the hell's a Michele and Bembe? Why why is yeah. <laughs> this <isn't> alien related? <laughs> oh,
1: this is one of them Proud Boy podcasts. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I mean, for all I know, maybe maybe they like our show. In which case, uh, hey, donate money and uh hey, stop, the hate. Stop, stop the hate. Stop the hate. Stop the hate. Indeed. When Indeed. I when I joke about black
0: people, it's because it's a joke. But when you guys talk about black people, it's offensive.
1: Oh, well, they say that's half of uh, what soiled the internet was. It was a bunch of people, or like a site like 4chan, where it was a bunch of people who got together, and it was like, "Ha ha, lol, racism," because it's funny and shocking. Until you get people who come in who actually believe that, and then it's you know now now, now it's no longer a joke, and now they're actually just racist, and now it's and <laughs> it's not fun anymore.
0: Yeah, it's not fun anymore. You you guys <laughs> made racism not fun
1: anymore. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it was like uh, rappers when um you know. They started bringing in actual gang members, you know. Suddenly, it's 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 not fun and la 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 like we're having fun shooting guns. It's no, now actually people are getting killed and robbed and shit because real gangsters are scary.
0: That's right, no more of that. A hip, a uh, hip, a hip. <laughs> no, it's like, but bruh, bruh,
1: My fault, make sure all y'all kids don't grow. You know what I mean. <laughs> that uh, rap is a very um eclectic and ever-changing ecosystem. Yeah, but now it's just trash. Trash. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like how we were talking about with um, country. Uh, you know, sometimes you just hit a point where you're just like, damn it. Or maybe we're just getting old. Well, I think it's because
0: as time goes on, there's mm-hmm. only so many more creative things that could be done, right? Like, it's because music has been, been made since, I don't know, dude, I'm not a I'm not a scientist. What, since we were cavemen, right?
1: <laughs> Probably, yeah. And
0: since that point, we've made so many genres and so many micro genres. What else can we do without just doing the same thing to do before us? And especially in contemporary so- genres like country, like rap, I
1: mean, yeah. it's all going to sound the same. Yeah. And I mean, historically we do what, w- what works. I mean, like when Billie Eilish came out, suddenly everybody wanted to be Billie Eilish and we just, so and rap, it's like traps, the big thing right now. And eventually something else is going to come around. That's going to be the next big thing. And, it so it goes
0: and so it goes, just more disappointing shit after another, but
1: you know, yep. welcome to being a human. Love it, <laughs> Taster. You sound like you sound like you're dying today. I am so fucking hungover right now. <laughs> if you if, if my voice ever sounds milky and clean and deep, it's not cut, it's that means I'm not doing well. <laughs> it, it's the opposite of what you guys think. Yeah, a little, a little behind the scenes, but like I actually had to delay the recording for like forty minutes because I needed to take a nap because I um, drank a lot last night. Yeah, but hey, uh, you're 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 here. You made it. Yeah, here I am. I got my my Pixar mug full of coffee and I'm ready to talk about aliens. Fuck yeah, man!
0: Then let's do it. And I'm like today, I like it's gonna be a fun episode, guys. I've been dying to talk about this this dude today. I'm you so you already saw it, but before we do that, we gotta do our horoscopes.
1: That's true. If we're going to talk about the stars, we got to see what the stars have to say.
0: I'll go first because uh, you are you're hungover. I'm going to give you some time to do some deep breathing exercises, and then I'll, yeah. I'll start. I'm just going to close my eyes through this. <laughs> yes, take a quick nap while I do this. <laughs> Today, you might feel especially creative and intellectually inspired, Cancer. You could discuss your ideas with others. The process of communication could open up new doors in your mind and result in some fascinating insights concerning whatever you're pursuing. Sometime in the course of your conversations, don't be surprised if you find that one of your friends
1: needs a sympathetic ear. Uh, ah, no, I think I just need a, a nap.
0: hmm good because if because if you if you tried leaning on
1: my shoulder i'd call you a pussy (laughs) yeah that's it that's how we do it that's how we hoist each other up is by the balls tough love baby yep (laughs) lovely
0: stars seem about right my sex is a three out of five uh vibe is a two out of five hustle is a four out of five and success is a three out of five Mm. not bad not bad. Although, I will say, again, today's match is for friendship is Scorpio again. It happens Aww, often.
1: that's cute. Yeah, unfortunately, I do not have you. But whenever you are on my thing, it's always in the love category. It's just kind of pushing, <laughs> pushing for this homoerotic relationship here. Hey, it'll happen. I mean, I
0: think there might be people out there shipping for us, man. So, eventually, it's, on air, we're just going to do something. I don't know.
1: And there's going to be the day where we just start jerking out. Well, we got to do it while we can because if we inevitably hit a point where we need to, you know— show the video of us recording you know you can't be jerking off without a paywall you know
0: exactly that is some top tier <laughs> patreon shit that is going to be like you know 100 bucks a month action yeah you can see me jerk ass
1: off oh yeah mm-hmm. it, it'll be amazing and that's that's something it will be worth the money because uh, <laughs> Nick and I are showman. What can I say? We'll we'll make it fun.
0: I'll make it dance. I'll make it jump. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can move each ball at a time, you know, on his zone.
1: You, you can't get that shit for free, you know. This is um <laughs> years of practice to get to this level.
0: It's uh yes, it's what I do with my spare time.
1: <laughs> it's a skill. It's a it's an admirable skill, indeed. But let me read mine real quick and we could get this train wreck rolling. So let's see. Moving ahead is the key for today, Scorpio. You should feel optimistic and excited about your goals. You're probably confident that you will reach them and will go well. This positive attitude spills over into your personal relationships. You should be in just the right frame of mind to encourage your friends to go to their own dreams and give whatever assistance they need. Cool. Hey, man, it's just telling you to be a groovy guy. Yeah, sure. I could do that. Well, maybe after, maybe like tomorrow, I'll do that. Okay, all right. I
0: mean, that's cool. That I was gonna ask for a couple hundred bucks to borrow today,
1: but uh, I'll wait till tomorrow. Yeah, you should definitely wait till. It's not gonna happen. But <laughs> that's fucked, man. What, look, do, do I look like I have money?
0: And do I look like I have money? That's why I'm asking <laughs> you for money.
1: actually, funny enough, your Nick's actually wearing like a beanie and a jacket. So in a way, he actually does look like he doesn't have money. Yeah, I look like I just. Fucking crawled out of the streets of LA. <laughs> you actually just broke into the basement of somebody's house and started recording. <laughs> I do, I do look homely today. Yeah. <laughs> but you did just go to the gym, so that's to be expected.
0: That's yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It is my it is my cannibal Holocaust jacket, which I'm very that's, fond of, though.
1: That is very true. It is it is a good stylistic choice, indeed. But real quick, so we can get on with it. Uh, sex is a two out of five, hustle's a two out of five, both make sense. But weirdly enough, vibe is a four out of five, and success is a four out of five. Wow, yeah, which actually in weird segue, but in a weird way, me and my like kind of half conscious state right now, um would that in a sort of way make my third eye more open than it's ever been, or does that work that way when you're kind of like half conscious?
0: Yes, because you're you're putting aside your your everyday mundane human wants and desires and thoughts. And now that you are just like kind of zoning out right now, it's just pure
1: consciousness, homie. See, and these episodes are kind of fun for me to edit because it's like I feel like by the time we're done, I'm like, I don't remember doing that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like listening to uh, just somebody else's podcast. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be great. It's fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
0: All right. Well, let's get into this shit. I'm pretty excited. Um, so, hello and welcome back. It has been a hot minute, like we said, since we've done a straight up abduction episode, and that has to change, people.
1: That's right. We got to go back to our grassroots.
0: That's right. Our first ever episode was an abduction episode. So, let's get into it. Exactly. So, today we will be covering one of the most infamous abduction cases in ufology history. And you saw the title. We are, of course, talking about the abduction of one Whitley Strieber. And I'm, I'm, I'm 90% sure it's Strieber. Correct me if I'm wrong. It could be Strieber, but I'm pretty sure it's Strieber. I'm down for Strieber. It feels right. It does feel right. It sounds cooler, too. I agree. Not only that, but we are going to take a look at Whitley as a man and the things that he has done in the UFO community since his abduction and the aftermath of said abduction
1: whitley's a, a man name uh not usually uh i think it's because i think it, it sounds like whitney and I you, imi- you immediately get that like it sounds more fat i don't know but uh, yeah okay it's a guy didn't know that
0: yeah but uh, you know what you're right it does sound like whitney maybe that's what yeah. i thought too yeah it's a cute name it's a good uh, name for a dog i call him wit a couple times in the outline now that sounds like a woman's name because i know Whit. i know a whitney
1: and i call them wit uh, for short. so, that's, so. So this whole episode is just a a roller coaster for you, huh?
0: Yeah, dude. I don't know what to believe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty excited to get into this one. So without further delay, I want you all to go to sleep naked, get abducted by any alien species, get a bunch of what I would consider to be sexually intrusive experiments (laughs) conducted on yourself, (laughs) and then come back and tell us your story
1: because we're diving right into this shit. That's the way to go. And I mean, I got I, to – we're asking the big questions here. How do you consent to an alien? Like, you know. You don't. I think that's the problem. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like if you really wanted it like super bad, you just go on all fours and just be like, yeah, all right, just put it in there for me real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't understand you, so you just have to like grunt at them and like wiggle your ass or something. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> and then they just fucking drop you on the earth. <laughs> and they're like get this fucking pervert out of here. <laughs> it's it's like I'm
0: not a pervert. You you know why you brought me up here?
1: <laughs> See, it ruins the sanctity of the experiment if they want to be sexually like assaulted, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. They're like come on, this isn't fun anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we could still do it, but now he's like liking it. And that kind of is like half the reason we did it. Yeah, he's like hard as a fucking rock.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All
0: I fucking know awful. is if
1: I got abducted
0: I would be, my pants would look like Stonehenge. I would be fucking so hard. In multiple areas. Oh, yeah. There's like a punch at once. Like, I have like an udder down there. There's like multiple.
1: <laughs> like seven undeveloped wieners around the main one that just yeah. kind of that got activated. Yeah. nobody,
0: Nobody likes that. Uh um, yeah. I haven't gotten any good feedback on that so
1: It's not not your best trick. <laughs> Disgusting.
0: Yes, I know it's gross.
1: Um <laughs> but I can control
0: them all what I like at will. So like I can have them each do their own thing, you know.
1: You can even put little LEDs and make it a little light show.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, if you're on Molly, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'll I'll give you an utter show. No problem.
1: If I was on some sort of like high-end drug and saw that, I actually think it would just give me a heart attack and I would die. (laughs) That's
0: kind of gross to think about, huh? A little bit. No, I'm like average at best. All right. So, (laughs) first... And foremost, let's get a little bit of background information about the man, Whitley Strieber, himself. Most, and I didn't know this. I knew about him before, but I didn't know this until I looked it up. His first name is actually Lewis. Um, Uh, So he was born Lewis Whitley Strieber. Did I say uh, Strieber before? Strieber. Strieber, yes. And he was born in San Antonio, Texas on June Uh, 13, 1945. That was a good year.
1: Was it? It was a good year. That's oh, it. yeah, it was after
0: World War II ended.
1: Yeah, all right. Actually, so, okay. No, you're right.
0: Yeah, man, that was a good... And also, uh, polio. Just yeah. going
1: bonkers. Well, it was a good year for America. It was not a good year for Germany. Yeah,
0: well, they kind of, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> they they kind of had a They did it up. to
0: themselves, man. Yeah, they kind of, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: now, he was actually... Uh, Whitley was actually a well-educated dude, and he studied at... University of Texas at Austin. And he also studied at the London School of Film Technique. So he was kind of like all over the place getting his education. And what's interesting is I don't know what he studied at the University of Texas. Obviously, he studied film at the School of Film Technique in London. Mm. But he went into a completely different industry as far as his career goes. He actually got into the advertising industry in New York City and was very successful there. Jeez. Like wow. a madman. It was like a like a like a mad like a like a John Ham.
1: You know what I mean? Ah, it's just good old uh, woman-beaten, mm. cigarette-smoking. Burby, bourbon. Work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember we both talked about We're like, man, dude, as, as weird as it sounds, we probably would have thrived in that environment. Where we just... <laughs> dude, oh, my. <laughs> Aside from the women-beaten thing. like Aside from that, no, that would be bad. But I think th- more along the lines of, like, smoking and, like, drinking whiskey while at work, I think. Because, obviously, we, we don't do that because that's illegal and bad. I think back then. I think we would have. I think we would have been all over that.
0: Oh hell yeah, bro! Schmoozing clients and wearing dapper suits. Oh, dude, we would have been the best man. Oh yeah, would have been fun. I I should finish that show. It was good. It was a good show. Mm. So he at this company in New York City, he rose to the position of vice president um, fairly quickly too. He was like, so he was grooving. Like it seems like whatever Whitley did, he did it well, and people liked him.
1: Dude, all I know is the first, like, 20 or 30 years after World War II must have been the fucking best to be living in America at that time, where literally everybody was just rich. And at least by today's standards, like, what was it? You could buy a house at, like, 22 and shit. Like, not that I'm, like, salty or anything. Yeah, sure,
0: sure. No, I feel that. Yes, yes. It just seemed like you could actually save money back then and buy things that you needed to buy at a reasonable price. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, it was like things were like fair or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so what a concept, man. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But in 1997, Whitley decided to quit his nice, cushy, successful life in in, in advertising to pursue it to change directions completely and pursue a new career in writing. What a pretentious fucking, piece of shit, right? Boomer privilege, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quit this awesome paying job and just become a writer, a successful writer. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just like fucking rich people and they like don't finish their $400 steaks. like, oh, I'm just not really hungry. Like, you fucking kidding me? You know how many people would murder just to even get a day <laughs> to work with that much per hour? Exactly,
0: man. But Whitley didn't give a fuck. He wanted to write books and shit. Mm-hmm. But he actually wrote a bunch of stuff throughout his career as a writer. Uh, his most notable novels were horror novels um, written early on, specifically The Wolfen from 1978 and The Hunger from 1981. Both of these novels were actually quite popular, and they were popular enough to where they were turned into feature films. I was going to say,
1: I, I'm pretty sure The Hunger is a movie, right?
0: yeah. Yeah, Damn. man. So he, you know, he fucking he some impact. He did and he like I'm saying do something about wit, dude, he just does something and then he I don't know if it was the generation that they lived in or his luck, but he did something and he did it well. He could switch gears whenever he wanted apparently.
1: Right, well, then good on him. Sounds like he he knew what he was about and did. It. Okay, maybe maybe I take back some of the rude remarks I made about him.
0: No, keep them for now. You'll see. Ah, uh, okay.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, so
0: then, as his life went on, he branched out into other genres of writing like fantasy, speculative fiction with social conscience. Of course, he would do that because he's a fucking goddamn hippie. He wrote books about like the, 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 uh, and this might come up later, by the way. He wrote books about, um, you know, nuclear fallout type stuff like, are we playing God? You know, that kind Ooh, of bullshit.
1: I see. I see. I see.
0: And then thrillers. He also wrote a couple thrillers that were supposed to be okay.
1: Wow, it's a bit of a renaissance man. Yeah, dude, he's just a jack, of, jacking off of all trades, huh? <laughs> he's probably great at jacking off too. He probably could do the other <laughs> the utter trick, the utter trick, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna catch on one day, one day. Now, most of his
0: other work was not as rec- as well-recognized as The Wolfen and, and The Hunger. So, like, he kind of struck gold in the beginning and then kind of wrote mediocre shit the rest of his career.
1: Yeah, that can happen.
0: He also delved into nonfiction. And as some of you out there, some of you listeners who already know about this dude may know, his first nonfiction book was called Communion, in which he recounts his otherworldly abduction.
1: Oh, so somewhere in the midst of all of his, uh, you know, jacking off of trades and stuff, he got abducted and wrote a book about it. Yes. Yes.
0: And I actually have a copy of this book. I read it when I was a kid. I don't remember all the details because a lot of it wasn't about the abduction. It was just like shit surrounding it. But um, the reason I got it as a kid was because the cover is some of you out there have this book and you know it's striking. It's like a it's like a portrait of a an alien that is just in your face, like, it catches you. Imagine Kid Nick seeing this book cover and saying, oh,
1: I got to read that. You know what I mean? Uh, I could see that, where you just rock hard when you saw it, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it's it's very in your face. Yeah,
0: so I saw that at a used bookstore, and I never looked back. There you go. That's where it began, huh? Yep. So now, let us get into the night in question when the first abduction took place and the most prominent now before we get started just know that in communion whitley never says these things that abducted him were aliens okay he purposefully calls them visitors to remain as neutral as possible because at the time he didn't know what to think
1: crazy so he just thought he was just getting kidnapped
0: I don't know what he thought, but I think that he was, he's just a pretentious piece of shit and he's full of shit and he just didn't <laughs> want to call it
1: like he saw it. You know what I mean? Uh, just kind of pussyfooting around a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I—he at the beginning, not not nowadays, as we'll see, but in the beginning, he seemed like the type of dude who would laugh at somebody if they ever said they were abducted by aliens. Uh,
1: okay. All right. Until what happened to him? It could happen to him. It could happen <laughs> to you. <laughs> Makes him a believer. Now,
0: um, the date, all right, the date of this abduction is December 26th, 1985, uh, the day after Christmas, right? So it's supposed to be a nice time with your family, you know? Yep, a day off, as it should be. And that's Boxing
1: Day in Canada, I believe, for our Canadian (laughs) friends up there. (laughs) Like, boxing, like punch boxing or like you know like putting things in boxes i don't know
0: i don't think it's either i think it's i don't know it has some weird lore behind it that seems like it was written from like some kind of fanfic thing but um any of our canadian friends let us know what yeah it is because i'm too lazy to look it up
1: i was gonna say something about because i know they put milk in bags so maybe they i don't know put um peanut butter in boxes
0: that day. <laughs> yeah dude what's up with that by the way what the fuck i saw I a youtube know. video and somebody had milk in a bag and i at first i thought they were just you know mentally deficient i thought i didn't know like i was like <laughs> why'd you put it in a bag yeah and they well, sell
1: milk there like that yeah could quite literally by milk in a bag and yeah i i feel like i'm seeing it like more and more because it's just it was such a such a like it really was a thing on the internet for a while but yeah like it's my my overall take on it. So we can move on. Is I guess. Yeah, it's like all right, sure. Keep it in a pitcher, sure. I guess. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I just how do you reseal it? That's that's so inefficient. Like you could just get it in a thing and just you know twist the thing back on. I don't
0: think they reseal it either. I think it just kind of stays in the, like in the bag just in the pitcher.
1: So what? You just have to have a whole gallon of milk in one sitting.
0: Canada ain't perfect, man. they have their
1: flaws like anybody else. (laughs) Good Lord.
0: So it's December 26th, 1985. The location is upstate New York. Um, of course, because at this point he's made a bunch of fucking money, both in advertising and as a writer. So they have this nice family cabin in the woods in Kingston, New York, to be specific. Mm -hmm. Um, now, Quiz time. What do we know about cabins in the woods, kids? What have we talked about before?
1: Mm, that's where uh, monsters come. Yeah. Get you. That's where you don't want to be ever. Like, there's no point to go <laughs> in the woods, okay? <laughs> if anybody ever offers a cabin in the woods, they're either trying to kill you or they're putting you in a situation where you might be killed. Yeah.
0: As simple as that, man. Just either
1: read Communion or watch Evil Dead. And yeah. there you go. Yep, seen it. I, I've seen the movie, and that's already enough. I already know. I'm not, not getting fucking near him.
0: <laughs> now, because it was the holiday season, Whitley, his wife, and their son were at his at this cabin, having a grand old time and chilling, um, doing whatever it is that you did back in the '80s. I don't know. I wasn't alive for it. I assume they weren't looking at their phones at this point then, and they were probably actually talking and maybe. Drinking and eat. I don't know. What
1: did you do in the 80s? You know, probably drinking and board games. That's that sounds about right. Yeah. And cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, yes. Before it was really, really slammed down on. (laughs) Now, keep in mind that this cabin is
0: a fair in a fairly remote area. So Whitley had gotten a state of the art security system installed because he knows what's up. Right. Um, He was a horror writer. So I'm sure his imagination and ran wild with shitty
1: things that could happen in an isolated cabin. Yeah, him more than anyone, I'm sure, is like extra paranoid about everything.
0: Yes. Um, and there is some paranoia involved here. So when I say remote, this cabin is remote. Like the road that ran to it at this point had not even been added to any maps or
1: anything. Like it was out there in the woods. Good lord. So now so he's like eccentric millionaire status right now.
0: Kind of. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm going to buy this cabin. Nobody's going to be able to find us, but that's the problem Mm. because it's isolated and you're kind of out there on your own in the shitter. So if things go down, it's up to you to take care of it.
1: Yep. Very true. Yeah. And that is a, that is a very important point because whatever happens out there, Nobody's coming to help you, so you better be ready. <laughs> exactly. No, there's, they're not. you're not on the maps. They're not going to be able to find you, buddy. Yeah, and this is in the 80s. I mean, it's not like, even if you did have a phone, you'd have no signal. It doesn't matter. Yep, exactly. God, I'm so glad I live in the era where we don't have to rely on paper maps anymore.
0: I know. Dude, well, oh, my God. When I was a kid, it was just on that teetering point of, like, Map Quest and stuff. Yeah, same. My mom still had a Tom's guide, Thomas's Guide or whatever that thing was called, that big yep. map book. I was like, dude, how do you read this shit? It looks like a, it looks like a D&D <laughs> yeah, board,
1: you know? Yeah, I'm looking at, I remember as a kid, I was looking at that. I'm like, I have no fucking clue where we are, and I have no <laughs> idea how to find myself. Like, this is... So when I got old enough to, you know, travel on my own, that was by the time smartphones had already kicked in, and um, I'm, I'm glad I never had to jump the, jump that rope, you know? Me too, man, because I would have been dead somewhere. Same. Oh, yeah, they would have never found me.
0: So, after an evening of what I imagine to be fun, wholesome family time, they all decide to retire for the evening around 11 p.m. Um, at this point, Whitley goes around the house and locks all of the doors and windows. He also turns on and sets the security system, and his wife and himself go to their bedroom to sleep. Now, it should be mentioned at this point that Wit is a like we've probably guessed at this point, a bit paranoid about someone being in his house while they were um, all asleep. Like it was kind of a big fear of his, especially at the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a fair fear. That's, that's not a great experience. I'm sure. Like, so I guess what happened was
0: they were at this cabin for a couple months leading up to Christmas, um, oh. kind of like as a big, vac- like a big, you know, like it's like a second home kind of a thing, right? they, their main home was in the city of New York, but upstate, they had this cabin and they're like, hey, let's just spend like October through Christmas at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I saw an interview with him and he was talking about how <clears throat> the, the change from going to like New York City where you don't ever like, yeah, there's a bunch of assholes and weirdos around you, but you're still not alone. Like there's people all over the place. Right. But that change going to like this remote cabin for a few months kind of got to him and he felt like there was something off.
1: I see. Yeah, that would do it. Because, I mean, New York is loud. And then suddenly, when you're out in the woods, that is insanely quiet. And there is something really off-putting about being in a very busy place and then having it suddenly just be silent. Yeah, like
0: the like the Elmo at Times Square. He's, he's not masturbating anymore. And yeah. Fucking, the, the Buzz Lightyear's not looking up people's dresses. Yeah, dude, it's a weird yeah, the feeling. Yeah, homeless
1: guys and taking a shit in the corner like,
0: <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> the subway doesn't smell like fresh urine.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a different lifestyle. Don't throw anyone out of whack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so – that being said, this paranoia he had at the cabin getting up in the middle of the night to, to recheck that all the doors and windows were locked and to recheck that the security system was in place, um, again, like a second time, was not out of character for him. It was weird, but he was known to do that. Mm-hmm. So he felt like something was wrong, that he had to be uh, this paranoid while out in the cabin, Right. Um, But during his sleep that night, December 26th, a few hours after going to bed, he's awoken by a strange noise, and he describes the noise that he heard as a whooshing sound. Initially, he thinks that it might be a burglar or or something that got into the house and somehow had not set off the security system, but he knows that his security system is top of the line. So, he thinks, okay, it's a washing sound. Is it the dishwasher? What is it, you know? Yeah. Um. He's going to, he. so as he wakes up, he's kind of like getting getting his bearing straight, if you will. He becomes aware of something just not feeling right, right? He feels a presence in the room.
1: Yeah. By the way, whenever something goes bump in the night, nine times out of ten, it's just the fridge making ice.
0: Yeah. But that fridge makes some dumb noises, man. Oh, it
1: literally sounds like somebody like, jumping on your roof and shit like it's 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 no good but yeah yeah it, it is nice to know that like i'm good and secure i'm just worried about the day when somebody breaks in and the sound of them breaking in sounds more like a fridge making ice than a fridge making ice
0: right but one out of ten times that's somebody on your roof homie
1: true i mm, that's, that's not a great <laughs> thought <laughs> to walk away from this one. <laughs> thank you
0: you're welcome i'm just here to help you know so Whitley, he, he feels a presence in the room. He feels like something's off, so he sits up because he's going to go investigate, but he sees something in his bedroom that scares the ever-living shit out of him. It's a little creature, and as he describes it, honestly, to me, its I'll just tell you what it is. It's a short gray. That's pretty much what he describes. It's a gray alien. Oh, it's kind of adorable. Kind of adorable, right? They don't seem too menacing. Yeah, they're I mean, okay, I say that now, but if I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a gray next to my bed, I might, I might pass and out.
1: If it, and if it looked like the the drawing on his uh his book cover, where it's like, yeah, they're a little small and stuff, but they just there's something really like off putting about them. Like, yeah, that would be actually terrifying. Yeah,
0: big head, you know those big black eyes. Ugh, yeah, yeah, gross. Just staring. <laughs> and that is the last thing that he remembered seeing this quote unquote visitor in his bedroom, watching him sleep until he woke up and that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I want to thank my mom first and foremost, yeah. you know, for the support she's, really she's given us and, uh, Kiwi, he's kind of, guys, he's kind of dead weight, but I'll appreciate it anyway. Tasker. Yeah, I, I can't, I, I
1: couldn't have done this without you. Thank you. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, I'm excited that uh, I can go to bed finally. Good, yeah, good. All right, I'm just fucking with you guys. Let's move on. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did get excited. I was like, "Oh, really? We're done? Oh. oh, we're done? Oh, yeah, I can go back to bed." <laughs> See, everybody listening, I'm doing this for you guys. Uh, this is <laughs> I'm I'm sacrificing for for my art today. Now, nah, we'll continue. It gets better because we haven't even gotten to the anal yet. Oh, oh, this is an anal episode. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, see. That's a nice little surprise. I didn't know
0: about. Woo.
1: All right. So.
0: <laughs> so next thing. So that's the last thing he remembers. The next thing he remembers is that uh, after this, like initial encounter in the bedroom, he wakes up sitting in the woods because his cabin's like way out in the woods. So he's sitting in the woods that's surrounding his cabin. Maybe, I don't know, about half a mile out. So he mm-hmm. just kind of wakes up in the woods. Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. He had no clue what time it was, no idea how he got there, and he didn't remember anything after he saw the creature in his bedroom until now. Mm. But as even you know now, Tasker, this is an extremely common occurrence when it comes to extraterrestrial abduction. Missing time and ending up in a place you definitely were not before with no memory of how you got there. That's a staple of abductions.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't even have to be an extraterrestrial abduction. That she just got kidnapped or something. Or you just, you just, Bill Cosby, man, you just got yeah. a fucking ruhifnal. You know, you fucking, when you accept Cardi B's drinks, it's, just, <laughs>
0: yeah. it's over. Yeah, dude, fucking never, <laughs> never forget. I refuse to let her live that down. It is God. Yeah. It is. It is sexist that fucking Cosby's getting put away for it. Well, then again, yeah. he did rape people, but still, right.
1: Well, she like, still drugged and robbed people. Yeah, she stole their shit. Like, that's a major crime. <laughs> like, you, and we're just gonna we're gonna, gonna give her
0: Grammys. We're just gonna, yeah. we're just
1: gonna w- keep watching her, her fucking dumb music videos. Praising her, even being like, well, yeah, because she did what needed to be done. It's like, mm-hmm. Okay, well, if I said that about Cosby, I'd have a bunch of people up my ass. Yeah, exactly. Like, yo, you'd have uh, the, the pitchforks and everything every single night for at least a week.
0: Yeah, but no, but Cardi B can do it because she, she's a badass bitch. She don't need no man, except for when yeah. she does and she drugs him and robs from
1: <laughs> him. <laughs> she don't need no man until she needs money. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, fuck that. I'll never yeah. let her live that down. Uh, <laughs> That's good. That's good. We, yeah. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. <laughs> that Is that, me that what we're it reminds like, me of 9-11. Yeah oh my god or you were you were on that like really hard where that was the never baguette one that was bad never baguette 1311 baby never baguette so awful and in a weird way now now that it's been long enough what started off as just like a really just like poor taste joke is actually in a weird way i mean i forgot about it until we brought it up right now so in a weird way it's actually doing a good doing good service
0: <laughs> people thought nick was just an asshole when he yeah. said it the day after <laughs> but that's it. now i'm just keeping it alive
1: Yep, all your jokes are like are like wine, man. At first, they're, they're like really sour and <laughs> <laughs> distasteful. But after about a year or two, it's like, oh, damn. This is like complex. You know what? Thanks, man. That's probably one of the best compliments I've ever gotten. I mean, hey, I've seen it firsthand. I've witnessed it. <laughs> but anyway,
0: for the life of him, Whitley could not remember anything and it drove him And his family crazy because during this time, uh, he felt agitated. He felt irritated. um, He felt like something was off, and he was in 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 that interview I watched with him. He admitted to definitely kind of taking it out on his family. He was kind of an asshole, uh, and he was very short with them. Uh, You know, I don't know, man. He was just kind of being a dick. So like, his family was dealing with this too. After a while of speculation to no avail, trying to figure out what in the hell happened, he decided to do what any smart man or woman, yes, I'm inclusive, mm-hmm. should, even after even after what I said about Cardi B. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Not all women do that. Right. Just like She's not all men rape.
1: True. But some yeah, do. Not all people. Yeah, not. it's like, not everybody's a criminal, but like, you know, doesn't mean and sad because we did live in a time where we actually did used to trust people a lot and now it's like you know you don't know who's gonna fucking you know steal your dog and stab you in the chest in your sleep yep
0: yeah it's a sad sad time man oh dude oh that reminds me quick story man you're gonna love this so I, I was oh, at no. I was at Target yesterday and I left because I left the bag of something I was gonna return in the car so I left just temporarily to go grab it there was a lady um outside she's like oh sir excuse me and i'm about the most approachable guy right like i look kind of like <laughs> i'm in i'm up to something most of the time <laughs> true but she approached me and was like uh, she had like her basket with her shit that she bought um and she's like oh she gave me some story and i don't remember what she said exactly but it's something about her husband at the with a with a broken down car at a gas station that's like five minutes away can i get a mm. ride um,
1: to the gas station, right? <laughs> so in what way did you tell her to fuck off? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was nice. Okay, now here's the problem
0: is, yes, I profiled, okay? Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. But in an opposite direction, because you think that I'd be like, oh, she looks sketchy. I'm, I'm going to say no. Mm. I, she was <laughs> like this like white, middle-aged blonde mother, like clear, like kind of a milf. Oh yeah. Um, Uh. And you know, she had her phone out trying to call somebody. Uh, So I was like, okay, she's probably telling me the truth or, she'll kill
1: she'll cardi b me once we get in the
0: car yeah. you know <laughs>
1: she's like oh thank you so much here like i have a bottle of water if you'd like or yeah. oh here i have some leftover orange juice. <laughs> you want it you want a slice a pie that i made <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you take the sip <laughs> and your vision starts to blur you just turn she's just like <laughs> 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 takes her wig off it's a dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> <laughs> <at> bill Cosby. <laughs> i heard what you said about me on the show <laughs> oh yes i'm out of prison now you <laughs> sleep <laughs> i love your
0: podcast <laughs> uh oh, so Jesus. i felt bad though because like she did kind of look like she was kind of panicked um yeah yeah i physically couldn't take her because i had some shit to take care of i was like sorry but i was like why me though <laughs> like why would you like it, you know taster like if you were like a middle-aged blonde like you know like a kind of a hot mom or whatever would you stop me and ask me for a ride like would you trust me to like take you somewhere safely like just well, by profiling me like you know I'm a good dude but like just by looking right. at me like with my fucking Richard Ramirez shirt and like I was
1: about to say if you're wearing that what you're wearing it's just a tarot card of Richard Ramirez the serial killer his hand is covered in blood Um, yeah okay if I if you were doing that I'd be like oh shit like no this is not this is not it but like um, it depends because in a weird way, maybe you were the least sketchy person in the whole place. Cause there could be some weirdos out there because at the very least you're very, at least well-kempt. So maybe that's why she was like, yes, sketchy, but would you rather get the sketchy guy that's well-kempt or the sketchy guy who looks like he just finished murdering three <laughs> girls?
0: <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a good
1: point. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs>
0: I did tell oh, her no. Yeah. I was like, sorry, I I'm actually just going out to get something out of my car. But when I came back, she was gone. So either she was fucking trolling and she's trying to murder me <laughs> and so she moved on to the, like a new target. Or right. somebody actually helped
1: her out. So I don't know. True. Or she was bait. Cause don't they do that with like they'll they'll get like a a woman who's attractive and oh. like, oh, I need something. And then there's three dudes in there waiting with knives and shit. I didn't think about that. You're right. You might have just saved your own ass. Well, goddamn. Good thing I had a gun on me. Yeah, it's funny though too. It's like they use like cuz normally they would use like younger women, but I guess um nowadays it's the mils is the way to go. Yeah, she's aight, man. Yeah. Eh, almost had you. Uh, well enough to almost kill you apparently (laughs) anyway
0: so i thought you guys get kicked out of that story when we're talking about profiling and drugging and shit
1: not that i was gonna do anything to her all
0: right no i was worried she was gonna do something to me (laughs) what a world we live in (laughs) (laughs) so like we were saying he could not figure out what the hell was going on his he was getting fed up Family was getting fed up with him, so he decided to seek out hypnotic regression therapy, which is a good move.
1: Yeah, we've been we see this a lot with uh, abductions and stuff like that, especially where you can't
0: remember shit. Exactly, it is. The, people call it bullshit. It is a real way to just to uncover regress memory, repressed memories. Mm. Good stuff. So eventually, he found one, Doctor Donald F. Klein, an expert in hypnosis, and hired him to do hypnosis sessions with him. And the sessions were actually quite successful. And with the help of Dr. Klein, Whitley was able to start piecing together events and fragments of memories that took place that night on December 26th, 1985. Wow. And here are the events that took place that night. Um, And this, yes, we are going to be talking about anal. All right. So I know all 'all All y'all excited about that. I'm fucking excited about it.
1: Yeah, we already we did the uh, the foreplay earlier in the episode, you know, talking about <laughs> <laughs> Nick's uh, prowess under underneath the sheets. So this is, this is a good lead in. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> so once Whitley saw the creature in
0: his bedroom, a paralyzing feeling came over him and he was no longer able to move. He described it as. He, so I, I don't want to say that paralyzing is just the best way to put it but he described it as all he felt was his core self but nothing else was there like uh, he couldn't make any he couldn't make any thoughts about like oh i should move my arm and try and get out of this or um you know i should try and figure out what the fuck that creature is in my room like uh it was just himself like and so he so i don't know if he was technically paralyzed but he was just kind of vibing in his core consciousness and didn't decide to move
1: yeah kind of like sleep paralysis
0: like sleep paralysis dude and that's something that we might talk about later
1: oh we we did an episode on sleep paralysis didn't we yes yeah didn't we I, I think we did i just completely forgot that we did as soon as you brought that up, i'm like we should do an episode oh wait <laughs> oh man it's like, what was it? Was it like Aerosmith or the Rolling? I think it was the Rolling Stones where like there was like a song playing and the lead guy's like, oh man, like that's a really neat riff. Like we should like, we should like use something. And they're like, that's our song, <laughs> dumbass. Like, we're having that moment right now. <laughs> yes. I think it was, I think we did it in October. Yeah, that makes, yeah, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah, that's right. Cause remember I, uh, I actually did like the science research on it. I yeah. didn't want to.
0: That's right. I never
1: want to. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. So, yeah, it was like this really strange
0: sensation of him just kind of being in himself. Um, So he was then lifted into the air. He started levitating, and he went out of his window, which was 100% locked and closed, by the way, when he went to bed. Um, So he was lifted out of the window and getting closer and closer to what looked to be a massive bright light outside the cabin. And the bright light was, of course, in fact some sort of spaceship owned by the visitors and he was taken aboard and he described the feeling of flying up through the light into the ship as going up a really fast elevator, but he couldn't move. So we just kind of laid there and took it. Right. But like, you know, like, and that's not the only time this happens. Right? Yeah, I but, uh, was going to say, there it is.
1: <laughs> but, uh,
0: but, <laughs> oh my God. But he like, so like, you know, like imagine an elevator, Fucking breaks, and then just goes shoots up fast. Like that's what he felt like. He felt like like uh, uh, you know his stomach was like underneath him and shit. Yeah. So not great. Not no. a, not a
1: super fun time. No. 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 He wouldn't write home about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a um it's being forced on to Superman at Magic Mountain. <laughs> exactly, dude. Fuck that. Now, who <laughs> who who willingly goes on those rides? Yeah. Without something to prove, you know.
0: Yeah. So once on the ship. He tried to get a grip on his fucking reality and looked around surveying his surroundings. Uh, He finally kind of snapped out of that weird, mm, I would say, I guess, paralytic trance he was in and started actually being able to observe everything and, and take in what's
1: happening. Okay. So sleep paralysis broke, basically. Yeah.
0: So he saw multiple while he was being carried to this room, which we will soon find out as an examination room, he saw multiple types of distinctive looking creatures. Again, these are aliens. He just doesn't say they are, but I'm filling in the blanks for you guys. They were fucking aliens. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know
1: what really happened. Yeah.
0: We all know the truth.
1: All right. That's why yeah. we're <laughs>
0: here is for the truth.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Now these creatures were all moving around all quick, hustling. As if they're trying to get something done, right? And and one of these beings seemed to be... So here, here's how we describes some of them. So one of them seems to be a short little robotic android type looking thing. Um, mm-hmm. Another one was a short and stocky humanoid,
1: right? Like a dwarf or midget. Can you still say Whatever. midget? I think it depends on the person. Ah. Uh. Do we have any yeah, midgets who listen
0: to our show? Let us know and let me know yeah. what you prefer. Do you want to be called Gimli? Do you want to be called, <laughs> you know, fucking uh, uh, the Keebler elf? What do you want to be called,
1: buddy? I'll call you whatever you want. I do hear it vary. Some like little people, some like dwarf, some like, it's, it's situational. Uh, or it also depends on how good of a sense of humor they have.
0: That's true. <laughs> they better have a good sense of humor if they listen to this show. Because I,
1: ro- I will continue <laughs> with the names. Oh yeah, and <laughs> continuing our list of trying to offend or point poke out something um, inappropriate about every single type of person that exists. Right, and I Good think goal. we're doing a we're doing a
0: service technically because um, you always hear that people with disabilities or people who are born different they don't want to be treated differently,
1: right? Yeah, well, there was like a whole thing about when because uh, you know how now you can like, get things to fix like deafness or even blindness to a degree. Uh, apparently there's a lot of people who are like handicapped like that, that are like, fuck no, I'm not going to get that because my identity is being like the fact I was deaf and made it work. And it's like, no, this makes me like, apparently is a really big movement. Uh, look, man, I'm not blind or deaf.
0: Okay. <laughs> so I don't really have much say in this, but if I were blind, I yep. would kind of like to have my sight back. And uh, there's I, a way out but i don't know what different i've never been blind so i could be completely
1: wrong and i probably am and i'm just
0: ignorant but i'm just saying i like to
1: see yeah it would just be weird to like just not have this sense and then suddenly like you have it so it's like all these little things you it's like you can think of it this way if it's like you've practiced your whole life to be amazing at navigating without sight and then one day it's like oh hey guess what um none of that matters anymore they're kind of like what the fuck that's true that's true so i could see that anyways completely unrelated yeah braille's dumb anyway
0: why would you even <laughs> want to read bumps you can't
1: the only braille i know was uh, pokemon in order to get like regirock registeel and all them you oh know, yeah you need to know braille <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> i mean i don't play pokemon it's for fucking nerds <laughs> hey man it's okay to admit you played pokemon as a kid we all did
0: i as a kid yes and as an adult i just read the the sexual fanfic
1: Oh yeah, we've we've seen that and heard it mm. in length. Mm. God, still so not Still can't ever hear the word "master" at all anymore without the,
0: master, the
1: context. Master, <laughs> dude, I'm fucking so. <laughs> not okay i actually i think i lost the ability to have an erection for at least two
0: days (laughs) pika pika master
1: oh yeah the worst was the the fucking ice cream one was there the ice cream one was that one in there yeah it was the it was the whipped cream uh yeah oh
0: yeah i forgot the name um but man dude she's fucking awful
1: quite thick, but not in a great way. Anyways, (laughs) can we please talk about something
0: else? Okay, all right. All right, well, then let's move on from the Pokemon Smut and talk about the final creature that he saw, and he described it as being tall, thin, and frail-looking with big black slanted eyes. Yes, slanted eyes. So it was either a really old, tall Asian man or, in my opinion, it sounds a lot a lot like a tall white extraterrestrial.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, unless he just got kidnapped by the weirdest fucking troop of people to exist. <laughs> I'd almost believe, I think it's almost more believable that it was aliens at this point.
0: Yeah, I, either that or it was just a bunch of carnival freaks who decided to abduct
1: him and they have like a robot helper. Yeah, and they sexually assaulted him. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Which, it does sound in character for what a group of clown escapees would probably do
0: yeah like that movie freaks never saw it oh good good movie man there's guys with no legs and ladies with beards what more do you want
1: you know Uh, oh is that the one where they use actual like circus freak types yeah uh interesting while on board the ship whitley
0: underwent different uh i will call them medical procedures
1: okay uh um, Saying that quite liberally.
0: Yes, that's just a general term, an umbrella term I will give to what we expect to see w- in these abducting, abduction cases. Um, the first of the procedures involved placing a long needle, which they presented to him in a box, by the way. So he was sitting in this examination room. They walk up to him with like a like a lightsaber box, right? Like you're expecting to open it and like take out the lightsaber, like you're being given a gift. Yeah. But they just open it up and show him and it's just a big ass needle. <laughs> and they're oh. like they're like we're putting this in your head. That they <laughs> they told him that.
1: And he's like, "No, no, no, oh. no." It went from, oh, this might be the best day of my life to you. Oh, no, this is, I'm being <laughs> experimented on.
0: I was, like, really hoping it would be a lightsaber. But, no, they they straight up opened it, showed him. was like, yo, this is going in your head. He's like, oh, come on. Yeah. And so they did. They took the needle out. Um, They put it into his forehead. And it went all the way through his skull into his brain, into the frontal ah. lobe. Um, I don't know why they did it. And he doesn't know why either, of course. But if I may take the liberty of explaining what I think they were doing with the needle, I personally believe that they were trying to or were putting an implant into his
1: brain. Uh, That makes sense. I was going to say, too, at the very least, uh, your brain doesn't have any, uh, um, you can't feel things. So when things poke your brain, you don't feel it at all. So at least there's that.
0: Yeah, that's okay. That's at least good to know. But I think it's the inches of skull that they went through that is worrying yeah, me.
1: No, that you definitely will feel at length. <laughs> that sucks. Mm-hmm. No good. No good. But
0: like we all know, implants are really big uh, as far as the aftermath of abductions. So
1: I think that maybe they were putting an implant in his brain. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Or they're just either that or it was like you said, the front. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. I guess there's not really a whole lot of stuff you can do. Either they were like, or maybe that's how they uh got rid of his memories was uh I don't know if that's the part of the brain that would do it, but maybe they were pulling out that little teeny bit so that way he doesn't remember any of that.
0: True. I did not think about that. And I'm not sure either, but if that is where we can store memories, then yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, who knows? So the next procedure. Now this is <laughs> this is the different one. So They, so just to put into perspective, the aliens had to get him into a new position for this next procedure. Okay. Now that's a hint as to where this is going. Oh boy. So initially in this examination room, Whitley was sitting on a chair of sorts when they put the needle into his head. And for this next procedure, they kind of just bent him over.
1: Mm -hmm. Good old doggy style, huh?
0: Yeah. They just kind of was like, Hey man grab your fucking ankles
1: cause <laughs> bite the pillow, bite
0: the pillow, grab your ankles and give a hail Mary. Cause this shit's going deep. That was a football joke. Did you like that? <laughs> that was a good one. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: I don't even play football. I don't even know what a football is. Um,
1: nah. Nah. It's still trying to still stuck between football and soccer and the interchangeability, huh? <laughs> yeah. I keep, I keep trying to watch football. It's just a bunch of
0: twinks running around on a field in Brazil for like three hours. <laughs> Nothing happened. I was like, what is this? Oh, it's soccer. Oh, okay. Got it.
1: Yeah. Although it was, cause uh, what was it? um, Italy beat England in like that big, uh, recent tournament. And, uh, it's a big deal for a lot of people out there,
0: man. I wish I could give a shit. I wish <laughs> I could care anything. I don't even care about American <laughs> sports, let alone, Whatever the fuck's going on over in soccer, in uh, soccer land. Yeah.
1: (laughs) A.K.A. the rest of the world.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. (laughs) Whatever, man. It's a dumb sport and whatever.
1: (laughs) Sure, sure. So anyways, let's go back to the guy being uh, uh, a (laughs) bloodbuck. Yes, yes. So um,
0: now they took an object that looked like surgical tubing, like a lot of it like a long like a long surgical tubing hose with like a metal sprigot at the end of it like it kind of looked like um was really old hose nozzles that was like long and, hmm. and made of brass kind of looked like that and um they just shoved it up his ass yeah they bent him over and put the whole thing up there i think it was quite long too yeah,
1: so, so he did get his lightsaber. It's just it didn't light up and uh, <laughs> a terrible experience.
0: Yes, the force was with him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the force was in him. Yes. Indeed. Um, so it went right up his butt. He was screaming the whole time, rightfully so. He's just like, oh, my God, my fucking ass, right? Because <laughs> yes. they didn't buy him dinner first. They didn't yeah. lube him up. They kind of just
1: went in there with Oof. it, dude. Oh, didn't even lube, huh? No. Yeah, that's that's not a good night. And I'm I'm sure once he got the uh, what is it, the hypnosis to remember, he was like, oh, that's why I didn't. He's like, Oh no, to, dude,
0: that's what sucks about hypnosis is you have to relive it again. So like, yeah, you definitely do. He lived through it once, and then he got hypnosis, and he's just sitting in some <laughs> therapist room, just like screaming because he's he's <laughs> mentally being raped again.
1: <laughs> oh, poor guy. I mean, I mean, at least that's better than being rock hard watching yourself be uh, having a giant mm. uh, l- like little floppy metal dildo put up your butthole. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, hey, to each their own. Um, nah. Now, there are rumors. I don't think he would. And now I, I, I this could be in the book. I haven't read the book since I was younger. I don't feel like this is something he would admit. But there are rumors that people found out that during this procedure. You know, uh there there's a place up there. There's a, a G spot up there. Um, and, and there are rumors that he fucking creamed his pants.
1: Okay. <laughs> just add insult to injury, huh?
0: And that they took samples of it. Um like uh, like they would like a dog at a vet, man. They just shoved something up his butt, jerked him off, and took his <laughs> semen.
1: So did they actually do you think they jerked him off or they just like Prodded around till they found that uh, you know the old man button and just shot it off.
0: I think that's what happened. I think it was the man button, which is sounds like a
1: groovy time. I don't know what he was yelling about. So I think it's the whole part where it gets forced in with no lube. I think that's really the. I mean, was it was it big? I mean,
0: it it just seemed like yeah, like bit. Well, anything going in my ass is big, right? Yeah. So like, (laughs) I I don't know what the diameter was, but it was probably enough to, to to be to scream about (laughs) like it it was probably a a scream of, of, of like pleasure and pain though. Like, cause he was probably nutting. He probably nutted, right? Let's be honest. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: There is a, uh, a thing. It was a post forever ago where it said, you know, think about the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you in your life. And if you feel bad about it, I'm going to, he's like, remember that at one point I went to the doctors to get a, uh, a prostate exam. And the minute he put his finger in, his, he nutted immediately and fell over and knocked over. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> beautiful, That's awesome. <laughs> Poetic almost.
0: Oh, great man. Great stuff. So, and I, now I know we've been all having a ha ha good time um, <laughs> with this man's unfortunate butthole experience, but I do need to point out that, um, and this is kind of jumping ahead of, just for a minute, when, before, before his hypnotic regression, he, you know, his butt hurt, right? Yeah. The next morning, he's like, what the fuck is, you know, like, so he went to the doctor and the doctor told him that he thought he was raped
1: because it right. was so that's bad. That's a pretty, that's a pretty fair assessment. You wake up, no mem. Well, yeah, you you fucking got Cardi B'd. You got roofied. Like, that's a yeah. pretty, I'd go to that before I thought I got abducted.
0: Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> Look, guys, if you wake up in the woods and your butt hurts and you yeah. don't know
1: where you were, get a drug probably, kit done because you were yeah. probably roofied, all right? <laughs> yep. Time to time to do some detective work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes, he was screaming, oh, no, don't put it in my butt, you know, and they did. So, it was in his butt, yeah. probably jizzed, probably yeah. took it uh, as a sample, um, and then there was one last procedure And this final procedure was just a blood sample they took from his finger. Oh, fairly tame. So it it started like, I don't know what's worse. The needle going through my cranium into my brain or the butt thing, both Mm. equally bad in different respects. And then they're just like, all right, champ. Let me just get this blood sample. We'll send you on your way. You know, (laughs) slapped his ass on the way out, (laughs) and he probably did.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Yeah, that is kind of silly. Where it's like this really extreme, 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 extreme. It's like, but they had a really nice, simple way to take blood. It's like, wow, couldn't you have figured out a simpler way to, you know? (laughs) <laughs> excavate my asshole. Like then you just jerk me off. <laughs> yeah. I can just do it like a fucking, at least I can have fun. You know, we don't all, all
0: men on earth don't come from their butts. Not all of them. <laughs> just jerk me off next time.
1: The aliens, they are they're trying to figure it out. I mean like that, there was that other group where it's like, they just send in like the one, like, alien that's like meant to look like a human woman and they just Uh, like have sex with you yeah see now they now that species got it that
0: was like okay this guy definitely wants to fuck let's just have (laughs) him fuck one of our dudes we'll give him space herpes it's fine at least he'll have a good time whitley did not have a good time nah this is this is the other side of that coin. (laughs) yes they're they're a bit primitive in their ways (laughs) now okay that is what happened When it came to what actually happened on the abduction. But do you remember how I mentioned earlier that he was very paranoid about someone getting into his cabin the months leading up to this abduction? Right. Yeah. Well, that was 100% the case, and I'll explain why. Because, you know, Whitley was fucking stressed out. He was high strung, and he was paranoid about somebody breaking in for those months, but he had no clue why. But that is, of course, until hypnosis helped him figure out what happened to make him act that way until that abduction night. Hmm. So rewind a little bit to October 4th of that year, a couple months before the abduction, Whitley actually had an encounter that he did not remember until it was recovered through hypnosis. Oh, so he was sleeping in his bed in the cabin. When all of a sudden he woke up and felt like there was something in the room. He felt that presence, that presence he would feel again in December. Right. Now, he was unable to move, but this time he was aware. So, this is more of like a paralysis thing. So, he was more aware of his surroundings. He wasn't lost in his own consciousness. So, he was moving his eyes around trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Sounds a lot like sleep paralysis right now. Mm -hmm. But he saw something walk over to him on his side of the bed. And again, it looked to be a gray alien and the being had a metal. He describes it as a metal wand, like in- instrument in its hand, just like a little rod. And it and placed it right above Whitley's forehead, not touching it, but like maybe an inch away. And then it sent what he described to be like electricity into his head. And through this electricity, very vivid visions played in his head like a movie. Like this alien was like putting stuff into his head, basically. Ah, uh, It so tampered with his like memories and shit. Mem- well, they uh, interesting that you bring that up because it could be memories, but it also could be something else. And we'll see. We'll see. So hmm. one of the visions was about his son being in danger, whether it was death or a kidnapping of sorts, but that wasn't the case right now. His son was fine for the moment. Mm. Another vision was of his father dying of a heart attack, which actually did happen previous to this, by the way, creepy. And the final vision was, it was like a post-apocalyptic version of earth, like a movie of that playing in his head. Everything had been destroyed through either our neglect of mother nature and, or the use of nukes and and shit like that, like warfare. Damn. Damn. And then after that, the creature was gone. Um, Now, this happened on October 4th, and he had no memory of it until this point in in hypnosis. Weird. So that's why Wit was so goddamn paranoid up until his abduction in December, right? He knew that something, like his his lizard brain knew that something had happened and that Mm -hmm. it would probably happen again, but he just couldn't fucking put his finger on it because, of course, they erased his memory of that night. So for yes. months, that's why he was always checking the windows, checking the doors, always paranoid. He got that new security system. He would wake up in the middle of the night and check all that
1: shit. That's why. Yeah. So his mind didn't, his, his mental didn't remember it, but the body remembered it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you accidentally bite your, uh, your cyanide filled tooth, fake tooth?
0: Oh yeah. I shouldn't have kept that in there, man.
1: Yeah, it was a bad move. Oh, God. They'll never get me now, though. Yeah. <laughs> GG, man.
0: <clears throat> but, um, but that's a good way to put it. His body remembered, his mind didn't. I like that. All right, guys. So now let's get into the aftermath of this abduction. Uh, because the abduction itself was pretty straightforward, kind of things we've seen before. Um, but it's, you know, it's the book that he wrote about it that kind of brought him up into popularity. And, and so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> naturally, after something like this happens to someone, it can, in my opinion, it can go one of two ways. The first is that they become like completely broken human beings and can't function again properly. And they spend all their time posting on X about their experiences, Right.
1: Right, yeah, that's that's more of the classic.
0: That's what I would do, right? I would just jump on 4chan and, and nobody would believe me on there, but I'd still yell about it.
1: <laughs> and post every single day, trying to find
0: the one guy who does. <laughs> the other way this can go is more of a productive route, and that is the route that Whitley decided to take. And I use the word productive, um, I, I say it very nicely. That's my nice way of saying what I think is going on here. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, he began looking for a community of people who had similar experiences to his, and he was able to do so. Um, Now, you see, after his abduction, Whitley claims to have never been into aliens and all that. Like, he actually says in that interview I watched that he would have scoffed at those who claim to have experiences like this. But not anymore, because he went through it himself. Mm, Crazy. Now, he now at this point, he surrounded himself with people he could confide in and talk to them about his experiences and began doing a little bit of UFO and extraterrestrial research here and there. Now, he is not afraid to call them aliens instead of visitors like before when he was being an asshole in communion and stuff. And he was like, visitors,
1: the visitors, the creatures. Mm-hmm. No, they're fucking aliens, Whitley. Yeah, wow, what character development.
0: Right, I feel like he went through a whole arc
1: um, Mm -hmm. for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Well, at least he's getting it right at some point. Yes. Now,
0: upon talking with all of these people, Whitley discovered that many of them had also had similar visions put into their heads, right? Like the personal distressing visions about loved ones and the visions about our world being destroyed, usually by our own hand. This led to those in the community to believe that the aliens had not meant to harm them, um, but that they primarily contacted these people to warn them of their personal futures, but mostly the future of our Earth as a whole and our environment. Huh.
1: So they're hippies.
0: Right. Um, Now, that's all well and good and stuff. Probably could have done
1: without the forced colonoscopy. (laughs) Yeah, no consent, no, 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 not even a cuddle or something.
0: Yeah, they didn't even give him roses after. It was just like a fucking, hey, let's just let's get this guy off the worst way we can. (laughs) Oh, you could. They were probably having fun with it. Yeah. Um, But you said hippie, and that's interesting. So, yes, there is. When it comes to people who claim to have contact with certain species of aliens, and not this type of contact normally, abduction stuff, but, like, people who can channel, people who can pro- project and, and, like, meditate and talk with aliens, a lot of the times, the war, the things they give us are warnings about how we're treating our environment, how we're going down a path of nuclear war and we'll destroy ourselves. Um, so, it's quite common, actually, to hear from aliens that they're just a bunch of Woodstock going, Janis Joplin <laughs> listening to hippies,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's it's actually kind nice of nice them. They're like the hippies that are actually like making a difference instead of like you know just getting hooked on heroin,
0: right? Right, exactly. Yeah, like um, like Bob Dylan,
1: right? Well, it's it's a big difference when you have a giant fucking spaceship and technology eons above the planet below you. Hippies did not have that. That's why you know their movement was a little less um. Substantial, yeah. That's why uh, Woodstock's over, people. You know,
0: <laughs> that's my
1: favorite line, dude. I was gonna say
0: that's like your catchphrase almost. <laughs> <laughs> but nowadays, um, Whitley does what he does best, and that is right. Like he still writes. Um, he has be. He's an interesting character now because he has become a full forced, like new ageist Catholic, but he's also a like a ufologist. Kind of. Um, he, he's a weird dude now. Like, he's... So, he's full Catholic, but he also writes books about how Jesus was, like, a super whatever. And then... But he also writes books about, it, like, UFOs.
1: And I don't know, man. He's, like, all over the place. He, it sounds like he just... is he's, he's a Catholic, but definitely has his own take on what Catholicism is, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: so, I mean... And
0: just to kind of like push that further, he's got his own website now called Unknown Country where you can, there's like blogs on there that are UFO related. Um, But also he sells his like numerous books on there and also promotes his appearances on different podcasts and shit. Wow. So he's active. He's active. um, After this, this, I guess this abduction like apparently changed him, right? That's what he's trying to like give off. Do I think this is a, a cash grab? Fuck yeah I think it's hundred percent a cash grab
1: absolutely no if that if you have some shit like that that happened to you like as traumatized it's you know he's turning his trauma into dollars, you know, and I you yeah, power to him I mean I would do the same I mean it's not like he needed the money, it sounds like he was doing well enough as is that's what makes me yeah, it's weird man like do i I
0: want believe him right i wanna I want to believe almost all abductees about their experiences, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like the way that he handled everything afterward with like the, you know, clearly
1: making some good money off of it. It's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. He kind of, he treated it like, you know, the vice president of an advertising company would do. Oh, fuck money. I didn't
0: think about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's very good at it. It was his job. Like, and he said he rose the ranks real quick. So he definitely had a knack for it. And it's that sort of, like I said, I kind of don't blame him. If I got abducted and had that good of a story. Oh, I'd pedal that shit to the ends of earth, you know, get as much as you can out of it, which is, as we're seeing quite a, what was that one thing Or it's the fucking, that Pleiadian lady and stuff like that. And she's just like, yeah, but it's like, you have to buy my book. Cause if you don't, I won't be coming back. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. That's different. Yeah. That
0: was definitely like, wow, man, she's, uh, she's really saying that, huh? <laughs> scam with
1: a capital S for the love of God.
0: But, um, I mean, that's it for Whitley Strieber. Like, I brushed over a lot of his because like the abduction itself wasn't that long. It was everything yeah. surrounding the abduction um, that's interesting about him, and that made him a prominent, infamous. And I say infamous because a lot of people think he's full of shit. Um, myself included, uh like I said,
1: I want to believe most abductees, but I don't know, man. Yeah, and like you said, I think it's it's how he treated it, where it's like it it's very easy to take somebody who's monetized what's happened to him and then you the point and you're like, mm, did it even really happen though? Or is just this is this just like a scheme that just went really well? Because also remember he's a great writer too. Yes,
0: yes, exactly, man. Cause he could write it. He can he's imaginative. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's kind of pointing at uh cash grab, c- money. Uh, fake. Look, I I know people out there don't expect Nick to say an abduction was fake. But if any abduction is fake, <laughs> okay, is this one. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, if somebody came to you, it's like, oh, did you hear about that abduction that ended up being totally fake? This would probably be the first story that popped up. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, like, oh, like oh, Whitley like, Strieber
0: finally got called sorry. out,
1: huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they finally proved it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so he
0: did just get raped. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, ah, uh, yeah, and he just just covering it up because he was too embarrassed.
0: That's another theory, though, it, not that the, actually he got raped, but that he had a, yeah, a yeah. homosexual encounter uh, and wanted to cover it up,
1: repressed it. He probably went out, and it was probably with a bunch of like weird looking dudes. That's why you know <laughs> it's the alien description. Yeah, he went to the local
0: the, the carnival in New York <laughs> City, and uh, there was like a midget and a and a tall Asian man, and he's like just and a robot is probably yeah, a fuck I, machine, and he
1: just. <laughs> yeah almost like we said earlier it's almost more believable that he got abducted by aliens than what might have actually happened (laughs) which was i got up with a bunch of circus freaks and uh i kind of anally probed and and nutted and then one of them stabbed my head (laughs) yeah oh man that would make a good book but um damn Mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm kind of on i'm with you on that that kind of that angle of I think something really just fucking horrible happened to him, but he was able it was so outlandish he was able to sort of twist it into a better story.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he's just
1: covering mm-hmm. it up, man. I don't know. Who knows? Or it's all made up and he's just making a fuck ton of money by pulling jerking people along because like you said, he's a he's a storyteller and yes, I've never thought about this before. And and then suddenly I'm super, of course he didn't think of it before because he just thought of it two months ago where he's like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to make a fuck ton of money off of this.
0: And also I should say, Whitley seems like the type of dude to like look up shit about himself and listen to it. So if you're listening to this, Hey man, it was all a joke. So if you, yeah. I don't think that you had a homosexual encounter with, with like a carnival freaks. Okay.
1: That's right. We have to, we have to be clear because he is a living person who is actively around. And like you said, listening to stuff probably about him. So, um, yeah. Oops. Oopsies, whatever <laughs> this, and this will get
0: taken off YouTube also. Cause he's going to strike yeah. it and it's just like cyberbullying. Uh yeah. yeah so our been, uh, YouTube channel is not going to be lasting very long. I think.
1: We're both. Yeah, we had this discussion where we predict. Uh, enjoy it on you if you're a YouTube listener. Um, enjoy it while you can because uh, <laughs> we're backed up on uh, uploading episodes because uh, we are banned from uploading episodes for a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's why you guys haven't seen the last two on there. Um, ho- yeah, yeah. hopefully by this Wednesday we could actually catch up, but there's no point. I mean, it's going to get taken down anyway. So
1: yeah, well, I think we have two more strikes before they take our channel down. So yeah. I, I don't even think the episodes were even that bad, but the fact that we talk about the fucking, the Clintons and shit, like, you know, that's apparently that's a buzzword. And I just fucked this episode by saying it. So,
0: well, it's either that or <laughs> Whitley Strieber came through and did not like what he heard.
1: Yep. <laughs> he came <laughs> in and we get a fucking cease and desist. Yeah. Under defamation. Dude, that would suck. <laughs> I'd be and I, the, the, good time to open the Patreon to help pay for the, the court bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause we're not taking it down. <laughs> yep. Nope. We got, we got to stand our ground and you, and you may sooner than you think, get those videos of us recording and jerking off, you know,
0: <laughs> do, could you, it
1: ain't, <laughs> ain't going to be cheap. I'll tell you that. Could you imagine we
0: stand our ground so long if they asked to take this down that, we end up in court and they, and we have to sit there in court while they play the whole episode of if we just oh. <laughs> listen to us talking about how he got, he got like wet surgical tubing, <laughs> showed up his ass and like,
1: like laughing about yeah. it. Like, oh, did you, like <laughs> oh, you uh, going to come. Oh, are you going to come. <laughs> we're both sitting there in like our suits and ties, just <laughs> quietly <laughs> looking at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh jerry's gonna love us <laughs>
0: oh man um so whitley if you're listening sorry homie it's a joke uh we, yeah sorry about your butthole all right we do feel bad about that
1: yeah Re- regardless of what may or may not have happened the, the butthole pain is nothing uh nothing to kid about that's no. It's no fun
0: right and most of the things you've done for the ufo community has been pretty dope so hey i'll, I'll give you that
1: much yeah and i guess that about does it too huh that's except for um that's yeah it. That's it, man. Yeah, I mean, of course, typical update. Uh, obviously, we're still working on Count Chocula episode. Um, today was a big work day, and obviously, I blew it because I'm fucking probably. I think I'm still drunk, so um, we're, we're working on that. Kind of taking a little bit of a breather on it, but we'll we'll be getting back to it soon. But um, yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. And if you are listening on iTunes, a five-star rating review would be fantastic. Uh, Spotify, you can click the follow button. We do have new episodes every single Wednesday. Instagram's at CEOTPK. YouTube is Close Encounters to the Podcast Kind. Twitter is at C-E-O-T-P-K-1. Facebook, Close Encounters of the Podcast Kind, where you can find all the above links. Uh, You can email us, C-E-O-T-P-K-1 at gmail.com. Discord is discord.gg slash lowercase b. Number six, capital C, capital T. Number five, capital M, capital X. Um, If you want to help me and Nick uh, take care of our court bills inevitably in the future, coffee, ko-fi.com slash C-E-O-T-P-K. It's like a tip jar. Don't feel the need, but it's there if you want to. But... Yeah, this is uh, probably the shortest episode we've done in a very long time.
0: Yeah, and it kind of worked out, too, because you feel like you're on the verge of death, and I'm stupid hungry, and I need a shower. I still need to sh- Like, I've yeah, sweated right. more in my
1: basement doing this than I did working out, so. And it's cold in that basement, too, so that's saying something.
0: Yeah, I'm just a mess. You're a mess. We just need to get off of here um and, and and
1: and 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 i broke and recover ah <laughs> good job man you really you really proved your point there we are professional podcasters that's right oh
0: quick announcement i'm gonna not be here next week um right because i'm gonna be getting i'm gonna be re-do, reliving the hangover movies in vegas so um mm-hmm. you'll have a uh, professor taster will be back in the building next weekend doing a solo um yep, but yep, i will yep. talk
1: to you all the following week Absolutely. So, Nick, you're going to be feeling like how I'm feeling today probably all week. For three days. Ooh, nice. It's so, going to yeah, be awesome. To give us the up- oh, yeah. We'll definitely have to give the update once you come back. But, yeah, solo episode next week. Uh, it'll be another short one. You know, Nick and I are only human. <laughs> you know, we, we sometimes <laughs> need, a,
0: <laughs> we need to pump the brakes a little bit on ourselves. That's right. That's right. But, look, guys, whether you think – Whitley Strieber is going to listen to this and, and laugh at laugh at himself
1: or um, cease and desist. The truth is out. there. You know, with the track record, we're going, it's probably cease and desist because, yeah, you know, it's not. Oh, Jesus Christ. I am fucking falling apart, dude. We're almost done, I
0: think. Kind of.
1: I can make it through the show. I'm just, oh, man, not feeling great, but I'm good. I'll okay. just